Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Oh, yeah. Hey, ho, welcome to the show. Coming up on the program tonight, Dom, you had an awkward run-in with oh. a doctor. Well, my family doctor, I've been seeing him since I was a kid. And it's just become clear today that I don't think he respects... What's the hippopotamus? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> what's that oath they have to tell? They have to make? The hippopotamus oath. <laughs> I will treat any of the African big five that come in. A giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> a lion. What is it called? Hippo... Hippocratic? Hippocratic oath. That's it. The Hippocratic oath. Um, not the hippopotamus oath. I'm not sure if they actually do that in this country, do they? I'm not sure. The, the idea is, though, that there's doctor-patient confidentiality, Yes, right? of course. Yeah. They, you know, what you say to the doctor mm. is between you and them. Doesn't leave you, the they, room. They're not going around telling everyone about your rash. No. Well, that's at least what I thought. But my younger brother went to see the very same family doctor today, and quite a confidential piece of information about me has been passed on to my, uh, to my brother by my doctor. I feel a bit betrayed. Yeah, it's getting around the moment. family. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I feel like my doctor has just totally thrown all the cozy conventions out that we know here. Mm. We'll get to this before midnight tonight, but I'm, I feel like I've been a little bit betrayed here, Zach. I've been betrayed by someone I trusted. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom's had another run-in with a vegan. Yeah, look, bit of life advice for you. <laughs> Uh, don't take a beef sausage into a vegan cafe. That's um, what you've learned. That's all I said. I've taken out. This is the reverse of what usually happens. Usually, yeah. in a steakhouse, the yeah. vegans come in protesting. That's it. You've had the opposite. <laughs> you've taken a yeah. sausage to a vegan place. But, but I need to be clear. It wasn't like a hostile act of war. It was yeah. an accident. Yeah. Um, I was going to the vegan place to get an acai bowl. It just so happened that on the walk there, I walked past a sausage sizzle. In what context? Uh, it was just a sausage sizzle um, on the corner. Uh, for, like, a school fundraiser. Or, or, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if those exist. <laughs> Where did you get this sausage? <laughs> no, this was, like, um, it's part of, like, a market. So, right, it was a, yeah, okay, there yeah. was, like, a market thing set up, and they had a sausage sizzle there supporting the local school. And you can't and, walk past one. Well, you can't, right? Especially this one had... you couldn't go to gluten-free... Well, I was about to say. This one had gluten-free bread. It was in a bit right. of a trendy area. I saw gluten-free bread at the sausage sizzle, and I thought, wow, it's for a good cause. I'll give them five bucks. Let's mm-hmm. do it, right? So on my way to get the acai bowl, got a beef sausage, had started eating the beef sausage. Didn't even think as I walked into this cafe, which is 100% vegan and quite proud of it. Like they have images in there of farm animals and all this stuff about protect the farm animals. And mm-hmm. they have an option when you, you pay for your food to donate money to stop the slaughter of animals. Mm. I've not taken that option before, but you know, maybe I should. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's worthwhile. Uh, what happened on this occasion, though, Zach, today was I walked in there uh, and it was, I didn't know what was going on. But I keep getting like weird stares from like people who are, you know, sitting in there having their, their various vegan treats and the people behind the counter look thoroughly unimpressed with me. Do you think they're all vegans? Well, you'd think so. I don't know. I mean, it's a good point. Do you have to be a vegan to work at a hundred percent vegan cafe? I don't know. I mean, it'd be, it'd be. (laughs) This is happening too much. This is happening way too much. That was Dom's stomach coming through on the microphones once again. This is like the fifth time in two weeks. What is going on? Too many sausages, I think. It's <laughs> a lot of reflux. You had any sausages today? <laughs> yeah, well, this one. There's a lot of reflux. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, that's... um. It's like I have a sound effect board, isn't it? Sometimes I my these vegans just makes, might be onto something. Make some noises. You do need to change your diet. But look, basically, they were really unimpressed with me. And I, uh, they said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm ordering an acai bowl. And they said, no, the sausage. 
And I said, oh, I didn't realize. And they, they basically politely asked me. But what leave. did they say exactly? Well, the exact words were, you can't have that in here. Yeah. Which I didn't know that was a rule. I mean, I understand they're all about veganism, but I wouldn't have thought they would have been like prohibiting me having it in there. Mm. So I said, I wonder if that's legal. What do you mean? Just kicking me out that for you, that? Yeah, you can't come into the shop if you're eating a sausage. Interesting question. They could have described me as hostile, I suppose. Because it's, it, I reckon it were looked. You, were you being hostile? No, no, no. But I reckon it looked like I was doing it on purpose. I yeah. wasn't, but I reckon it looked like I was being purposely antagonistic. Mm. Um, but eventually, what they said was, was, uh, can you please leave? And so I, I said, well, can I come back and get this eyeball afterwards? And they said, you can come back when the next person's on shift. So I walked around the corner. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm not they joking. Said, they said you can yeah. come back. Yeah. Well, they're about to change shifts over. Oh right. And okay. so I think, I think they were saying the next person will be fine, but I don't want to serve you. That's not the so, first time you got into a fight. At that one, at that restaurant, is it? Oh, uh, well, it's same chain, different different location. But yeah, I did once, one of them once went at me for the amount of milk I drink. <laughs> the vegans don't like me. And no, I, and they can really tell. I think they're gravitating yeah. towards you like a moth towards a light. And like, I'm not, I don't get me wrong. I don't, I'm not a vegan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's probably coming across. Are you all the sausage gave that yeah, away. But I'm not, I'm not like intentionally anti-vegan. I think good on them. They're making a hard life decision. Good yeah. for them, right? It, so it's not like I'm going out there being like, hey, stop being a vegan. But for some reason, they mm. just hate me. Mm. I don't know why. Maybe it's taking a, a beef sausage into a vegan cafe. Well, maybe they're like, a little offended by that. I mean, I was eating it as I stood next to a don't kill the cows poster. Yeah. So, you know. Did you make the connection? <laughs> when you look at it like that, I suppose I see why they kicked me out. So you're chewing on the sausage. Yeah. And they go, would you like to make a donation? <laughs> To this anti-slaughterhouse fund. <laughs> like, nah, I'm good. I'm with my sausage over here. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We're spreading feelings across the nation. It's the Wheel of Feels. Give us a call on 13 10 60 if you would like to win a free feeling. We are wheeling and dealing Feelings, you spin the wheel, whatever feeling you get, it's delivered to you from a new story in the last 24 hours. Mm. Let's see if the wheel's working this evening. Producer Michael, let's give it a spin. Around, around it goes. What feeling you get? Nobody knows. Anything you're hoping for this week, Michael? Hopefully Hopefully a good feeling. I'd like that. Oh, you have won few. You know how you go like, oh, phew. Oh, phew with the PH, not oh, that. That's a relief. Yeah. Well, let's see what's delivering that feeling this week. A new study says that drinking 25 cups of coffee is no worse for your heart than having a single cup. Oh, phew. That's pretty good. So that's does it... So 25 a day. Yeah, it's no, no different to your arteries than just having... So what difference does it make? Well, there might be other things, but it doesn't harden your arteries, according oh, to a new study. Bring me the coffee. Good Lord, that's a game changer. Mm. Do you feel like phew? I feel like few. Well, you I... can't have that because that's Michael's feelings. Oh. <laughs> we'll spin it around for you and see what you get. I hope I win a good one too because that's a good one. Uh, I've never won a good one in this oh, game. I got a good one? Oh, it was almost happiness. Oh, what, what uh, I Instead, you yeah. got... Yep. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I've already won it. Let's hear it. A new study reveals climate change threatens extinction of human life by 2050. Oh, no. <laughs> really? I would have think of climate change as like like 2100, but like at the least. Yeah, well, apparently. All humans will be dead by 2050. I didn't read the whole article. <laughs> okay, I just heard well, the headline. I know it made me think, oh, no. I know there's some radio rule around inciting panic. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say the phrase, all humans will be dead by 2050. <laughs> um, 
That's how we play Wheel of Feels. 131060 if you'd like to win a free feeling. Aaron is in Melbourne. Uh, what feeling are you hoping for tonight, Aaron? Uh, something positive, hopefully. Okay, let's do it. All right, well, there are some good ones up there. There's Faith Restored in Humanity, which well, is a big one. one. That's, that's a jackpot. Uh, I'm not sure if you're going to get it, though. Let's give it a spin and see what we get. I should mention that the feelings tonight are delivered by new stories in the last 24 hours. Mm. Oh, you, Aaron, you have won. Oh, like a w w w something cute. Like oh, wow. let's let's hear what's making. Yeah, that could you... be something bad. It could be oh. <laughs> it's true. Let's have a listen. A litter of guide dog puppies have beaten the odds after being born a week premature. The seven pups had an almost 0% chance of surviving, but with the help of nursery staff at Guide Dogs Queensland, the animals are now fit and healthy. Aww. Aww, that's pretty positive. That's I'm pretty good. Guide dog puppies surviving? That's lovely. That's Everybody loves guide dog puppies. But that might even be a bit more than an oh, that might be an oh, that's nice. Oh, wow. A bit of a bonus prize there for Aaron, I reckon. That's good. That's good. I'm, I love it when it lands on a positive feeling. Um, Can't Con- do that for everyone, though. Connor in Tasmania. You've just had out played, Connor. What feeling you want? Good one. A good All one. Right. Well, well, I mean, let's go. We'll see. That doesn't sound good, Connor. Uh, you've got worried. Worried. Oh, yeah. Let's let's see why you're worried tonight. A new study has found that Twitter could be making you dumber. Mm. Oh, okay. Twitter could be making yeah. you dumber. Connor, does that affect you? Are you a tweeter? No, nah, nah, I don't have Twitter. Oh, okay, well, that's pretty good for you then. That's a good feeling. Yeah. Dom, do you use Twitter? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I use oh, Twitter. Thanks, God. <laughs> yeah, good on you, Connor. <laughs> Stay off Twitter. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Dom? You use Twitter. No, well, I have a, uh, an account. I don't think I've tweeted for a few years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on Twitter every day. There you go. And I was I've got to be honest. Yeah. i got to be honest. I did read a little bit of that study. Mm. I don't know if I agree with it. <laughs> what do you it mean? Was, the way they did it was pretty weird. Yeah, okay. Uh, we got Deja in Brisbane. How are you feeling at the moment, Deja? Yeah, I'm feeling great. Right. Oh, that's good. Let's keep that's it going. That's a big risk, Deja, to call up when you're feeling great. We'll see what we can give you. Round the wheel goes. We have sadness. We have depression. No! Oh! What have we got? We have got the jackpot. Faith restored in humanity. Residents of Toowoomba in Queensland have been leaving packets and blankets in trees for people who find themselves homeless. Okay, I think they just got the radio on in the background. Are you listening to a different radio station in the background? (laughs) No, no, no. I'm listening to the same. My brother's actually recording it right now. Okay. Well, is your faith restored in humanity by the wheel of what feels? Okay, it's really hard. To hear. We're hearing ourselves on an eight-second delay there. Yeah. Deja, um, well, why don't we give you the opportunity? Your yeah. faith is restored in humanity. Mm. Would you like to say something on the radio that's going to come up in the recording later in about seven seconds' time? Um, Hit 105 is the best radio station yet. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Hit 105 in Brisbane is one of the best radio stations in the country. Yeah. Uh, it's equal best with yeah. whatever station you're hearing this on right now. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, this radio show is proving um, quite an informational source for my mum, Judy. Last week on the show, we did hear this fact. You know that little picture of the fuel tank on your fuel gauge in the car? Yeah. I only just found out that whatever side the hose is on on the little picture of the fuel tank, that that's the side where your flap is on. 
Now, that was news that you and I both knew. We'd heard it a few years ago. Yeah. That my mum, Judy, had not heard that. Now, she, this was like last Wednesday or Thursday, she spent all weekend telling me, uh, numerous times, that is so amazing about the fuel tank. Who would have known that there was an indication which side the fuel tank's on? I heard her run it by my dad to see if he knew. She ran it by my brother and his fiance. Did they know? Uh, some, well, I think uh, dad knew. I'm not sure my brother knew. 50-50. Yeah. I think Hudson was a bit, my brother was a bit like, oh, I don't really care. Right. But mum was blown away by it. So much so. I wanted to get her on the show now, mum. Uh, this this was genuinely game-changing information for you, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure was. Yeah. How many people do you reckon you've told about it since you, you heard it? Uh, only a couple. <laughs> not too many. Have you used the information for yourself, Judy? Yeah, but, you know, just when I was driving around and the car was almost empty, mm. I discovered a flaw in my car. What's that? When the needle is almost around an empty, you can't see the little arrow. Oh, the needle covers the arrow when it's uh, near yeah. empty. It does. Yeah. That is a design flaw. That is a real design flaw. Um, <laughs> and so, <laughs> such a shame. You would have been so excited about trying the fact out, and then the first chance you get a go, it doesn't work. What a mm. shame. Well, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the candle to yeah, that's fair. Well, look, Mum, what I wanted to do is a bit of a treat for you um, tonight on the show because I, I know how much this fact brought joy to you. I wanted to ask on 131060 if anybody has a piece of information, a piece of trivia, a fact that they think will impress my mum because, you know, it really did change your weekend. Um, and you were just telling me earlier today that you've just learnt another fact about typing on your iPhone keyboard, didn't you? Yeah, I might. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when you, if you hold down... On the O, you can get the degrees, and on the E, you can get all the different accents, or um, umlauts, and things like that. So Is that, I didn't know that either. Has the umlaut count come in handy? Are <laughs> <laughs> you spelling many me. German words? <laughs> I do sometimes. Yeah. What German words are you spelling, Mum? Oh, I can't think of them. Right you guys have that family yeah. friend in Germany, don't you? Yeah. We do, but I also Stefan. have surnames of songs that have it in their surname. Yeah. Is yeah, it Stefan? Is that his name? Stefan, yeah. Yeah, Stefan. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think mum loves him more than she loves any of me or my brothers, actually. <laughs> uh-huh. anyway. I, I do love him. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> I love you guys, too. I love you all. That's <laughs> um, Now, mum, just for people who might have an interesting fact or piece of trivia like the fuel tank arrow... How high is your bar? Do you think you know most of these pieces of trivia, or do you think you'll be easily impressed? Well, you know, until a week ago, I would have said, look, there's something that's new that I don't know. Uh, Nigel is in Tassie. Uh, what do you got, Nigel? Um, cement truck drivers carry bags of sugar just in case they break down to stop the cement from setting. What? So what? you add sugar to the cement? Yeah, they throw in a 15-pound bag of cement, uh, of sugar, yeah. and it stops all the cement in the back from setting. So how often do they have to use it, Nigel? Uh, not often. So my mother yeah. used to work for a concrete company, yeah. and um, I think they had to use it once in the three years that she worked for them. Huh. Judy, you impressed by that mm. fact? Well, I don't know if I'll ever use it, but you know it. Do you okay. reckon it's the sort of thing you could see yourself telling a friend tomorrow, though? Only if they tell me they were driving a cement truck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I not, thought yeah. that I wasn't really going to impress know. you, but um, yeah. you know, it's interesting yeah. to know where the bar's at. Yeah, I, I, I think Mum's being kind to Nigel. I don't think she, I don't think you're impressed there, Mum. I don't think you really care. <laughs> Am I right? 
I'll never use it, but you know. Yeah. Well, well, what are we giving that? Impressed or not impressed? Not impressed. I'm calling that for mum's sake. Really. Yeah. Libby in Sydney, what's your fact? All right. So you know when you like um, write a long text and then you realise that you made a mistake, mm-hmm. and then you try and click on it, and it's always really, really hard to get the exact spot. Yeah. Yeah. So you press down the space bar on the keyboard and you hold it and then it, you can go anywhere you want just by dragging along the, the space bar. I knew this one, what? Libby, and I only recently learned it. Life yep. changer. So if you hold down the space bar yeah, it, when is. you're texting, it becomes a cursor and you can move yeah. to anywhere in your message immediately to change So a word. then you can delete one letter in a word rather than deleting the whole word and writing it out again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Judy, you impressed? I'm just trying to figure out how that works. Mm. Do you have your... I don't know that one. So you hold down the press on your phone. Yeah. yeah. You hold yeah. down the space bar. Yeah. Do you know where the word is or anywhere? Uh, anywhere. While you're yeah. writing something out. So you've got a long text or a message you've written out, Mum. Mm. Yeah. And you yeah. realise that you missed, you put one letter or it wasn't meant to be midway through. And you know how when you try to click to that exact point, it's hard to get to it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hold down the space bar and it becomes a cursor and you can easily find it. Well, I can't wait to try that. <laughs> and if yeah. you've just tuned in, this is uh, live from the Apple Genius Bar <laughs> as Dom tries to explain technology to his mum. Well, well, that's what, what we got one from too. Yeah, congratulations, Libby. You've absolutely you've impressed my mum there. Uh, yeah. let, let's see if we can get you one more impressive fact, mum. We've got Rebecca on 131060. Uh, fire away, Rebecca. So one single ravioli is a raviolo. How do you know this, Rebecca? Oh, it's just one of those things I know. So a singular ravi- piece of ravioli is called raviolo. Yeah. Mum? Okay. Is this a stitch up? What, you don't think that's real, Zach? I feel yeah. like I'd go to an Italian restaurant and say that, <laughs> and they would all laugh at me. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know if I believe that either, Zach. <laughs> no, looked it up. Sorry, Rebecca. It's is true. it true? It's true. What's a single uh, strand of spaghetti? Uh, is it spaghetto? Spaghetti singular... Just doing quick Google. It is called, yeah, it's spaghetto. <laughs> no, it's not. Shut up. <laughs> it is. Apparently the singular form of spaghetti is spaghetto. Just one one spaghetti, spaghetto, please. One spaghetto. Gosh. Is that impressive, oh, that... Mom? Well, it doesn't really impress me, but it's interesting. I yeah. mean, I can't imagine ever using it. Because what do you mean you can never gone. use it? You, hey, what do you want for dinner tonight? Spaghetto bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say, Dad, you got to give a spaghetto idea. Yeah, it's a good I'm going to use that for sure. Well, Judy's learned a few more facts. There we go. I That's think the I nation mean. has as well. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you know each week we ask Bagnay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And it is so easy to get into the Collective Noun Forum. All it's going to cost you is a five-star rating on the iTunes podcast store. Search for Collective Noun there. Leave your five-star rating, Zach, and then in that little box where you can write stuff, write whatever you want as a review, and you'll be in the forum. Who do we have today? Well, uh, firstly, Zach, let's welcome in uh, ACJ33, uh, all the way from Canada, which is uh, exciting. Not many Canadians have popped by the forum. Um, I have heard it said that the forum is the Canada of theme parks. What's that? Uh, Tranquil, peaceful, doesn't blow its own horn too much. Are you looking at notes? I'm not looking I've seen notes. you look down. Have you written this out? <laughs> no. I'm about to reference a tweet. I was going on to Twitter because we got a tweet about the forum I was going to read out as well. So I thought I'd load that up. Is that, that a link to 
the Canadian reference? <laughs> no, it's, it's no. just what I thought we'd read out in a minute as I well. I see you scribbling down yeah. in the radio show sometimes. I just scribble what I think's important. And, some, and you're looking down at your notes sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> what, what, what are these notes? Uh, what notes are you taking? You might be thoroughly surprised to know, Zach, but, but what I bring to this show is it's very... thoroughly thought out. Oh, it is it's comprehensively scripted. prepared. <laughs> All right, I'll... I'll I'll tell the I'll make it out like I don't know what I'm talking about now. <laughs> Go. Wow, well, great performance. It's you a, fooled me. <laughs> the past the past three years have actually been a piece of performance art. I'm actually very smart. Well, I can't <laughs> figure out what you're writing because I can't read it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, often it's just um it's just generally like to get my my thoughts straight in my own head. Do you generally head. get mm. the feedback that you can't read your handwriting? Uh, it's bad, but the thing is, my dad's is much worse. So is you know, I've always get, kind of been okay in the family. Did you get I feedback think. at school that the teachers couldn't read it? Uh, sometimes, I, like if I make more of an effort, it can be legible. And yeah. like anything a teacher was reading, I'd make more of it. But my yeah. general handwriting is awful. Yeah. And I just, I don't like. I think there comes a stage, and I think it's about grade eight, where you just accept I'm just going to have bad handwriting. That's just who I am now. Yeah. Like no one's enrolling in handwriting classes in when they're 22. A lot of males look like that. Their yeah. ability stopped at about grade three. Yeah, I mean, maybe that maybe we need to bring back the pen license. Mm-hmm. Maybe we do. And uh, sometimes I look at people's handwritings. Mm. Not all the time, but a lot of the time, female. Yeah, that's like good. My wife's handwriting. I'm like, how do you write so neat? It's unbelievable. See, I don't think anybody really has ever improved their handwriting after the age of maybe twenty, except if you've taken like a calligraphy class. Apart from those people, I reckon. Well, then nobody. So really, what you're saying is no yeah. one improved it except the people who yeah. tried yeah. to improve it. What I'm saying is, I don't think you'd yeah. improve anything sure. unless you tried to improve it. My point it. is, I think the the percentage of people who have attempted to improve their handwriting in their adult years is so minimal. Yeah, don't you reckon? Most people just accept it, it is what it is. Um, well, I always say to you, why don't you type that? Yeah, and that is a fair point. Anyway, look, ACJ33 uh, does pop in from Canada uh, saying, I must say in the past few months, I've been wondering if the forum needs to employ a mediator. The number of times I've heard Dom call Zach a stupid idiot in a week. Have I called you a stupid idiot? You do quite often. That exact phrase? Uh, idiot a lot. You stupid idiot. I, mean, I, I don't know about stupid in front, but idiot a lot. You're an idiot. Yeah. yeah. I do say shut up a lot. I've noticed yeah, that. Yeah, you do. I make you, I get you to shut up. Well, that's often fair though. I reckon that's a bad thing Oh, is thing it? Okay. <laughs> I reckon it is. Anyway, ACJ33 goes on to say the, uh, so the, the number of times I've heard Dom call Zach a stupid idiot in a week and the number of times Zach suggests he isn't friends with Dom is growing. <laughs> um, please confirm it is just friendly banter by saying your favorite thing about each other. Yes. Otherwise, I suggest the forum hire some professional friendship mediators to ensure I still have a podcast to listen to for the well, next year. I mean, and we probably should address this. Yeah. <laughs> um, because in all seriousness, if you go back through <laughs> yeah. all the audio, yeah. I don't think you would ever find a time when I suggested we were friends. <laughs> so I don't think there's been a change in the last few months. <laughs> yeah. No, well, look, I mean, it is, it is interesting when, I remember we went down to Melbourne a few years ago and I kept saying we were on a holiday together. And you that kept, was news to me. Yeah, you thought we were there on a work trip. I was like, <laughs> I mean, there was a time yeah. where I came back to the apartment Yes, and it was past 11 Yeah, and I had gone out because I had done that podcast that morning. That's true. And I was yeah. coming back to the apartment we were staying in. And I was like, why are you still in bed? And you're like, it's a holiday. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's meant to be working. Yeah, but even on a work day, I'm not out of bed before 11. You know that. But we so. weren't doing late nights back then. No, I know. 
<laughs> well uh, look, okay. So, well, ACJ has given us a task sack. We've got to say our favorite thing about each other. Yeah. Well, um, you know what my favorite thing about you is. Well, can I've I go first? I've already mentioned it tonight. Can I go first? No, I would like to go first. Okay. What do you got? Um, I've already mentioned it tonight. Yeah. That beautiful white shirt you're wearing oh. really shows off your guns. Yes. I'm wearing a white t-shirt tonight. <laughs> under, under like a button up shirt, but they've got a bit warm in the button up shirt. So I'm just, I've taken so it off. So usually the guns yeah. are hidden. <laughs> Under a coloured shirt, which yeah. makes the guns hard to see. Yep. Or a jacket. But tonight, mm. they're out in the open. Producer Mike has just typed oh, did through. Did I just hear your stomach <laughs> again? This is happening way too much. That my... What's that <laughs> what is going on? That was my throat, yeah. Just a bit of uh, gurgling. Uh, Michael's saying it's not quite white. No, it's quite white. He's oh, saying. it's quite He's white. He's emphasizing just how white the shirt is. Yeah, it's very um, bright. You know who you remind me of? Yeah. Um, one of the guys. Yeah. It's like you're dressed as one of the guys from... Mm. Greece. <laughs> One of the guys from, oh, the musical. Yeah. Not the country. <laughs> one of the, well, you know, one of oh, those guys from Greece. They have a national dress, do they? <laughs> Where know. everyone wears the same thing. It's a good point. No, you know, like, uh. John Travolta. You're the one that I want. Yeah. You're the one that I want. I if could you do, rolled your sleeves yeah. up a little bit, yeah. What's that other big Kind of a tight, tight white t-shirt. Yeah. What's the other big hit from, from Greece? Greece Lightning. No, that's, that's not what I'm thinking of. I'm going to Google Greece songs. I reckon there's one that's more famous. Summer Nights is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Those Summer Nights. I would totally love to be in that musical. Any Who musical, would you be? really. Well, obviously John Travolta. That's yeah. why I'm dressed for the part. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, you have a bit of a... Well, they always say dress for the job you want, don't they? Yeah. And, and your job yeah. that you want is the main character yeah. in Greece. Mm. John Travolta in Greece. Uh, anyway, look, I've got to say... That... Who's the main character? Is John yeah. the main character or is Olivia? They, I think they're, they share they're equal billing. Yeah. Um, so that's your favorite thing out of our, all the years we've known each other. Your favorite thing about me is this shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. I like it when you do your hair with the stick. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I think you once said it's the worst fashion decision anyone's ever made. <laughs> Did I? Something alike along those lines. I think I, I would have said it say, more eloquently. My favorite thing about you is your sharp wit and, and <laughs> no, good intelligence. Won't. No, you weren't. I was. No, you weren't. I you, were, was. you were going to wait for me to do a joke yeah. one, yeah. and then you were going to do a sincere one to make me look bad. <laughs> no. I mean, uh, all, all I'll say, Zach, is the olive branch of friendship for me is always extended. <laughs> Anytime you want to hang out on a weekend, go to the footy together, maybe. We went and kicked a footy once. Remember that? Yeah. Went and kicked a footy. That was great fun. Yeah. You you showed me up at the sport I've loved my whole life and you've never done really. Well, you know, I had played sports with similar skills. That's true. Yeah. And, you and came to, to be honest, your level wasn't very high. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that hard. Uh, I remember you also, you, you came to the football with me once. That wasn't a good night though, because the, the, your the, team lost. Uh, by a lot. <laughs> it, got, it was like a hundred point smashing. And I was like, it's normally and you got fun. really depressed afterwards. Yeah, I often do. But they've been good this year. So that hasn't happened as much. Didn't you cry last week? Yeah. Well, no, that was because it was a one point heartbreaking loss. You cry in the stadium? I wasn't, it was an away game. Right, it was on so the couch. Home. Yeah, on the couch. <laughs> the old faithful. Yeah, which is a much better Stained place to cry. Stained with uh, tears from the past. I like, <laughs> I like to cry at home. If I'm going to have a cry. That's your favorite place to cry. I reckon home's a good place to have a bit of a tear up. Yeah. Well, it was a really heartbreaking one point loss and the Lions shouldn't have lost. And I, it wasn't like I was bawling, but just yeah, there were, there were a couple of tears. Yeah, couple and did of you have tears. to be by yourself for a while? Ah, uh, yeah. I just sat there for a little bit. Yep. Um, which no one talked fun. to me. Dad left the room. Yeah. Did he cry? <laughs> uh, no, he just got angry. He gets angry is he when I cry at the football. Is he support the same team as Yeah, he? yeah. So we're both members together with a few friends of mine. Yep. Um, it's, a, it's a good little crew that goes to the footy. It's my dad, myself, 
my friends Brad and Luke and my friend Carl. Mm-hmm. Um, which is What's the good. average age of everyone? <laughs> <laughs> well, Brad is 21. Okay. Luke is 24. Yeah, well, I'm 25. Yeah. My dad is, uh, I think, nearly 60. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, my friend Carl is in his 50s. Right. Well, so is he yeah. there with your dad? <laughs> Your dad's friend. <laughs> no, Carl's my friend. <laughs> and you know this. That's you trying to accentuate. Anyway, uh, well, look, there's something that I like about Don't, Zach and something. Um, yeah. You, if you haven't, if we haven't talked about that in a while, you have a wide spectrum of ages with your friends. I like to mix it up. There's um, Margaret. <laughs> I'm not friends with Margaret. What? She would be horrified <laughs> to hear that. Okay. You've gone I to coffee once. a number of times with Margaret. <laughs> once I went to coffee with someone called Margaret, who was a friend of a friend. She's in her 70s. <laughs> Is she? Yeah, the late 60s yeah. or 70s. Yeah. And I came in and Zach said, you do today? I said, I had coffee with my friend Margaret. And you I enjoyed said Margaret. <laughs> no, it's Margaret. You enjoyed that, yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah, Margaret doesn't come to the football, though. You should invite her. I imagine there'll be some people listening to this who know who I'm talking about when I say the name Margaret, and uh, and they'll they'll know. They'll know that there's a good friendship there. There's a solid base. Um, Right, so she knows you're just riffing. Yeah, she knows. It's just a bit of banter between me and Margaret. Bit of banter. Okay, uh, look, just before we do leave the forum, though, and I think we have sorted the friendship problems there. Mm -hmm. I think we're all good there that we're we're besties, me and you. Um, Agree? Yep. Cool. Uh, Just quickly, this is not an official entry to the forum, so I won't fire the turnstile, but Jacob has tweeted at us. Yeah. Uh, saying a large part of me is genuinely considering re-listening to every podcast of Collective Noun in order to create uh, the Collective Noun forum in Planet Coaster, which is a, a roller coaster park simulation game. So basically, I'm assuming like The Sims for a roller coaster theme park or something. Yeah, oh, that's so, a great idea. Yeah, that is a great idea. I, it took me a mm. while to process what what the suggestion was. Yeah. So it was to get every. Yeah. Um, it was to get every ride and monument. Yeah. That we've ever mentioned. And make a detail of it. Make the detail that, park. Uh, good luck. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a big park. It's a massive park and you're going to have a lot to fit in. Yeah. Um, and I think possibly things that conflict with other things. Perhaps. Like we may have said at one stage that we'll never have a certain thing. Yeah. And then at a st- another stage, we've had it. said the reverse. Possibly. And also there's things being added all the time. Yeah. Like didn't you add in a new wave rider the, the last yeah, week? Yeah, you know what it's like? Do you remember playing games like Age of Empires? Yes. Or these role-playing games? Yeah. And at the start... Mm. You can only see a little bit of the map and it's all black around it. (laughs) That's it. That's what, and then as you go on, Mm. more parts of the level are lit up. Yeah. That's what the Collective Noun Forum is and it just goes forever. It just goes forever. Yeah. Uh, New things being added daily. It's also in the international waters. It's kind of. Well. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, there's a dimension thing going on there. Let's just take you behind the scenes. Zach and I both started competing merchandise shops today in the forum, yeah, didn't we? We did. And Dom's um, selling his white shirts. I'm selling the white shirts. And yeah. they're really good because they reflect light. <laughs> yep. What are you selling in your merch shop? What I am selling mm. is combs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm selling combs. I'm calling them grease combs. Yeah, cool. Um, so, so if, if, if you, you want to be in Greece, you could come and get one of these combs. And I'm also selling, mm. so that's if you want to be yeah. John Travolta. Sure. But if you want to be Dom Fay, I'm also selling mm. gel sticks. <laughs> so you can get the look. Any you sales? The any sales so far? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, well, we'll keep you posted with them. But look, Jacob, if you, if you genuinely have the time to put that together, we might have a place for you in the Collective Noun Council, Forum Council. Oh. 
Don't you reckon? There's some sort, of, some sort of honorary position. Maybe a statue. We could look into that. Or if you don't want to go to the effort of having to recreate the park, why not just visit it yourself? Mm. Um, you don't need to see it online. Come and see it for yourself with your own eyes. All you have to do is search for Collective Mount on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating as your admission price into the forum. Write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I've been betrayed by my doctor, and uh, I'm not happy about this. I thought that there was a pretty clear rule about um, doctor-patient confidentiality. Yeah, well, the doctor shouldn't share mm. what's going on with you with others. I wouldn't think so, no. Because it could be embarrassing stuff, yeah. like a rash. When you... you don't want that passed on. No, when you both can... physically <laughs> and the news... When you confide in a doctor, you think that's gone into the vault. Now, I've always worried they go home and tell their partners about, you know, you will not believe what I saw today. And I reckon they do. Yeah, but they quietly. won't know, even if they did do that. Mm. They don't know who it was, though. So they might say someone had this rash, but they're no. not going to say Dom Faye had this rash. That's, they might. I, I, I've often been curious about how but why strict would, why would, why, are. But why would their partners care? Because then they can look me were. up on, on social media and be like, this oh, guy's geez, the guy with the rash. <laughs> They've got better things to do than that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Anyway, the, the point is he is the family doctor and uh, my brother and his fiance went to, to see the doctor today and I woke up to this message in the family group chat that we got going uh, where my brother's fiance said, uh, Dr. Sullivan just said every time he touches Dom's tummy, he starts laughing. <laughs> no. I, I, firstly, is that true? There's, there's so many things I want to touch on here. Firstly, I wholeheartedly refute this claim. You don't think that's true? I have no memory of Dr. Sullivan touching my tummy and me laughing. I don't think I have a particularly ticklish tummy. I I could be wrong, but I don't think I do. Mm. Uh, Secondly, even if I did, if I did, Dr. Sullivan, have one of the most ticklish tummies you've ever seen, I think that's between me and you when I'm in your practice room. That's not for you to share with any member of the family or my any other member of the general public who comes in. How often is he touching your stomach? Uh, oh, well, I mean, we mentioned how my this, my stomach noises keep coming up on the show. Yeah. Occasionally when I've gone to see the doctor, it's been because my stomach's gurgling or whatever. And, do so they, and do, is he mm. listening to your stomach? Yeah. He'll, he, I always thought the stethoscope was just for the heart, but sometimes he puts it around my stomach too to get a sense of what's going on in there. Well, he's listening to it. Yeah. I didn't know this. I thought stethoscope, stethoscopes were explicit, uh, exclusively for hearts, but they're not, apparently. Yeah, but you could probably um, conclude if it could hear the heartbeat, <laughs> it might be able to hear other things that are happening. Well, so he puts it all over and hears all the gurgling and stuff that goes on in my stomach. And so, so is it because it's cold? You let out a I little giggle? No, okay. I don't. And what type of giggle oh. is it? Is it like, <laughs> <laughs> or is it like a deeper, hee, <laughs> <laughs> really... Is it a hee, hee, or a ha, ha? I. T- <laughs> I don't appreciate you impersonating the giggle. I don't do it. I'm not impersonating. I'm giving yeah. you some options. Is it option A, B, C, kind of like that? If I giggled, yeah. it would be like a... <laughs> yeah, thought so. <laughs> like a hee-hee. Mike, Producer Mike, Michael's very uncomfortable. What's going shivered. on? What's going on, Michael? It's kind of like, you know how there's things that you see that just kind of put you off a bit? Yeah. And make you be like, it's oh, like uh, nails down the chalkboard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, Seeing look. Dom giggle. <laughs> I, uh, firstly, I just don't giggle, and I refute these claims wholeheartedly. I don't know why Dr. Sullivan thought it was worthwhile to share that information, even if I did, yeah. but I don't giggle. I don't giggle when I see the doctor, yeah. and I think I've got to find a new family doctor. Cause well, I... we're going to have to put it to the test. <laughs> we're going to have to get a nice cold uh, stethoscope, and we're going to have to put it on you and see if you giggle. Is this what this show's come to? 
Well, you say that it doesn't happen. The yeah. doctor, who I'm inclined to side with, oh, oh okay. says it does happen. Yeah. Okay, even if it did happen, which it doesn't, yeah. and fine, test I'm it. interested to see the giggle. Even if it did happen, wouldn't you say that doctor has broken some confidentiality? Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, we're all on the same page with that. <laughs> you shouldn't be telling your, telling your siblings. Yeah. But we want to see if you giggle. <sighs> okay. So let's try to do that later this week. <laughs> sure. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom. Story's gone viral overnight of a very Aussie reaction to mm. someone's house being robbed. Sure. I'm not sure if you saw this story, but what I'd like to do is I'd like to play parts of this story and stop it yeah. at intervals to mm. see what you would have done in this situation compared yeah. to what this person did when they found someone robbing their house. Okay, cool. Well, I, I'm pretty terrified of intruders, so yeah. we'll see how I go. Well, this is how everything started for this guy. The father of 12 was woken by creaking floorboards at his Fulham Gardens home just before four this morning. Four in the morning, you hear creaking uh, creaking floorboards. What do you do? Uh, historically, if I've heard a strange noise, I'll lock my door and call the home phone to wake other people up for them to deal with it. Yeah, that's not what he did. Wearing just his boxes and armed with a didgeridoo, Kim Abrook raced down Lincoln Avenue. (laughs) Chased him with a didgeridoo. (laughs) I guess in that situation, you just find whatever thing you can. Yeah. Well, that's what he did. I mean... Not you. <laughs> yeah, I would, I, at this stage, I would still be hiding under the bed. So next he does this. After losing sight of the thief, he called for backup. In this yeah. situation, you call for backup. Who do you call? Uh, mum, probably. <laughs> really? Mum or you dad. You call mum. Mum or dad. Not well, the police. Oh, yeah, I guess probably the police would be not a bad idea. I didn't even think about it. I generally call mum or dad and hope one of them would call the police. Uh, this guy called his kid. Heard my dad start yelling, saying, get him, and boom. <laughs> We started running down the road. <laughs> Get some backup. They sure. found the guy's house. Suspecting the offender was hiding in a residence nearby property, the trio surrounded the home. Now, what do you do if you're surrounding the home? Do you yell out threats? Yeah. Do you just wait there till police come? I probably would just keep a safe distance until the police come, mm. I reckon. They uh, yeah. were quite confident in their abilities. Like we said, we had him boxed in. He, he wasn't going anywhere. And... <laughs> if he came out, I was just going to try and tackle him or something. <laughs> So what did they, they just stood there threateningly. Uh, yeah, well, they had the place Until surrounded. the police arrived. Yep. A wow. 32-year-old Fulham Gardens man has been charged with aggravated serious criminal trespass and theft. They got him. <laughs> they got him. Well, you know what? This guy, I still think we should just replace the entire police force nationwide mm-hmm. with this guy. Yeah. That sounds like That's what why, we When need. you call the police, instead of uh, <laughs> a car coming around the corner in sirens, we should just see this. Wearing just his boxes <laughs> and armed with a didgeridoo, Kim Abrook raced down Lincoln Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the time we have tonight. If you missed anything, just search Collective Down on iTunes and grab the podcast there. Otherwise, we'll see you tonight from 11. Tom and Ollie are up next. See you. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.